the Frames Per Second Podcast. Hey guys, it's your girl Nashalene Nay, and we are here with um, Nick, and we are doing another episode of Ratchet Watchables, aka Ratchet, Ratchet Peace Theater. Um, today we are reviewing. I think there's some, I won't say controversy, but there's some questioning of whether or not this is actually a ratchet movie or not. But I think it is. It definitely is. It's definitely a ratchet movie. It's, it's, um, it's high quality ratchet. (laughs) High quality ratchet. There's a lot of nigga scenes in this movie. Yeah. It's a hood classic for women, especially. Um, we are reviewing the classic waiting to exhale. Like, like if you, um. Like, if I was dating a girl who, like, stayed in the hood or some shit like that, but was a down-the-way girl, mm-hmm. and she had this in her movie collection, she it got, would be appropriate. She, she got wine glasses in her cabinet, not just uh, Dixie cups. Oh, you know what I'm oh okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? She got a little class to it. She, know, she knows what she knows. Are they glass she's heard or of the, plastic? You asking too <laughs> many questions, all right? Hey. Keep it a bean. I like the thought. The thought that counts. Okay. So, yes, this is a good wine, uh, over wine watch. Um, we are reviewing this as a uh, cap off to our conversation on Loretta Devine. So, this was my selection for Loretta Devine's premiere work. This is, in my opinion, the best role she's been in. She encapsulated Gloria. And this movie is one of those that there's not a woman that I think I know who has not seen this. I almost sat my daughter down and told her to watch it with me. Why is that? I don't know. So I went to the movies to see this. I went with my mother. Wasn't the movies just a different time back then? It was. It really was. So this was this was this was a big deal because there's a demographic of women who had read this book. So this was, oh, was actually think, a book. Oh yeah. So this is Terry McMillan's first adaptation to movies. So mm. she did this. She did How Stella Got Her Groove Back. It was a whole thread of books. Oh, so she fucked with Angela Bassett heavy. Heavy. Yeah. So it was a whole series of books for Terry. Mc- Do you know about Terry McMillan? Now that you're saying like I'm, it's coming back because I. Right, so she was Stella. She went down to Jamaica, found how some little Jamaican man came back, found out he was gay, and he took her for everything she she had. No. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so this was a big scandal. Are you serious? Yeah, she was told by a little Jamaican man, and um, yeah, he she brought him back to the states. All that good stuff. He found out. So hold on. So he was on the spectrum. He couldn't be gay. I, I, you know what? I don't Cause know he had because to be, lay, he had to be laying the pipe for her to bring him back on my home. Yes, yes, but this was before. This was in a time before we started talking about fluidity and spectrums and all that. You was either gay or you was straight. It really <laughs> wasn't too much in between in in the, in the mid yeah, to early nineties. Right, you right, you right. So yeah, it was that was a big deal because they was on. I think it was on Oprah. She did like this whole interview with Oprah and all this stuff, and he was. She found yeah. I knew it had it to was be a, a big. I deal. knew it had to be on Oprah. Oprah love hearing yeah. that, but she loved broadcasting nigga shit. Yes, it it was a big deal. But Terry McMillan was a very popular author. Black women went to this movie in droves because she was like the it author. So this was her first um, her first uh, big movie, and um, women loved it. So yeah, I was fifteen, sitting up in the movie theater with my mama. Could open a weekend. She oh, was so like, this wasn't a see. date. It was like your mom. And yeah, this was mommy. Yeah, I was I was fifteen. I was sitting here watching, watching this. I was like, I probably shouldn't have been, but she was like, "Bitch, we going to the theater because I'm finna go see it, and I don't want to go by myself." So I went. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. So uh, mommy was happy. My mom would never see this type of movie. Really? She, she wouldn't take me. We were I, the last movie I I took her to see 
was flight. Oh wow! And I didn't know it was the the opening scene. Scene is yeah. Because like the whole time, because the little whole time thing. like the the opening scene, I was I'm like oh shit, I'm sitting right next to her, yeah. and then the scene go by and like five minutes later, she's like. I don't know why you want me to see stuff like this. <laughs> I was like, all right, mom, just it's gone right, now. Man. Just go see. But uh, yeah, I can see it. Yeah. No, mommy, my sisters. Yeah, my sisters put me onto this. This is a, yeah. This is like so my mom and you know what? And I was sitting there looking at them scenes like, is that what sex is like? I don't know if I want to do that. So yeah, not with him. Not with not. Well, yeah, with not. It was a lot of sex scenes in the. I thought about you when I watched this because you said you feel like sex scenes don't really add to a movie, but they did in this movie. The okay. sex scenes in this film were very vital to the storyline with these characters. Yeah. I'll, give you, I'll give you that with this because they because the story is a part like the sex is a part of the story. Mm-hmm. But I was just mm-hmm. saying in general, most times <laughs> yeah, sex yeah. scenes don't really add anything. To it the story. doesn't. It's like you can cut to the next scene if you really wanted to. You could obviously just cue to that they're gonna fuck, but yeah. You just cut to some shit else. You, you know couldn't do that in this one. Nah, this one was like, yeah, you had to, you had to see, uh, what's his name, Bumpy. Uh, well, Bump what was it from Wire? Yeah, you had to see Bump Look. approach her like a, like a warhog over some damn <laughs> slop. This was the first. So this was my first time ever seeing him on screen. I always, no matter what I see him in, this is always because I remember that scene like she finna do it with him, and he yeah. was like. Yes, I love it. Did he have his white shirt tucked into his drawers before I, I, bed? Did he? Or was or was it a match? Or was was it that close and like you know how like I couldn't tell where his shirt stopped and his drawers start. Look, there's so many moments <laughs> in this film. Let's start from the beginning. So the shit, what does this open with? So we open meeting Savannah, right for New Year's Eve, and we start New Year's Eve, and I want to say this is over the span of a year. Um, and Savannah's meeting some dude that she's been playing for telephone tag with, and she's uh, Whitney Houston looking stunning, meeting, I can't remember who he is, but I always remember him as Terry, uh, that's, uh, what's the night husband, Vivica Fox, that's from Soul Food, and she meets them, she thinks she done found the one, they dancing on the dance floor, and Kenya Moore come in and break this up and been like, you ain't nigga, you ain't dance with me all night, and now Savannah has to walk off because her date has brought two dates to the party, and we are setting the stage for the women and the men that they deal with. I hated this opening scene. Why? Because it just made... This was a niggas not, ain't I, shit I, movie. Huh? This was a niggas ain't yes, shit movie. Yes, that's what I read. That's why I was like, I remember... I, I know why niggas forget how this movie starts because it starts off setting the table for like women just gonna turn to their dude and just look at him for about five seconds and then turn back and be like, all right, you already thinking about the last shit that I did now. You know what I'm saying? Or like you looking at me thinking like, oh, I wish you would. I wish you shit. would. I wish you would. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> oh, honey. Yeah, so wish you all want come true. Trust me. Touche. Um, what's, what's random before you go into it? Forrest Whitaker's directorial debut. Yes. That shocked me when I just researched it. It actually shocked me. So when I watched it and I saw his name pop up, especially since we just talked about him being potentially like one of the greatest actors of our time that I disagree with. You poo pooed that. um, He he gave you and your mama the greatest black woman movie, probably of all time. I wouldn't. Is this the greatest? He definitely gave us the greatest black woman scene of all time. Which one is burning the car? Uh, the 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 whole closet monologue. Hello, I have. That I mean, shit I, it ends memorized. with burn. Burn the car is what everybody remember. But I get you. When she was like, for a white woman though too. That's why I was like, ah. I was your white woman for eleven fucking years. Yes. 
That whole scene in the closet. Listen, Angela Bassett was that bitch. That whole scene. That that's so that's so iconic because I was scared of her back then really? because of that shit. Yeah, because that was like. I ain't never. I've only seen my mama get upset like that, and I was scared of her then too. <laughs> I'm still scared of her, but I'm just saying like it's that look that she gave off of like I'm beyond upset, I'm beyond disappointed, I'm beyond frustrated, I'm beyond you. Yes. So let's talk about it because we kind of skipped around. So Angela Bassett plays Bernadine. Bernadine has been married to her husband. This sound like a you sound like a story about Bernadine. Like it's going in bad. Look, right. Girl, what happened so to Bernadine? Bernadine <laughs> has been with her husband for eleven years. Two kids. They're getting ready to go to some posh uh, posh dan- um, ball dance party, whatever for New Year's. And he cut, walks in while she's getting ready and says, "I'm going, just not with you. I'm taking my other woman. She doesn't want to be alone tonight." And so that's the stage that we set for Bernadine's story for how she deals with her cheating husband and try taking him to court for the the money for the kids and he's just an asshole and i've never been able to look at him the same since this film it was like the first time you see him in soul food is like all right that's one role right Honey. you see him in this it's like no nah, that's who you are right that's how you see him now moving forward every time i see him like bro you a scumbag unfortunately like a scumbag who thinks he's a nice guy uh, yeah, so we have the iconic scene of Angela Bassett having her breakdown after her man has told her he's leaving her and he'll be back in a week for his shit. And so she take all his shit out of the closet, put it in a, in his BMW, drive it into the driveway, light the bitch on fire, walk, light her cigarette, walk the fuck away. Classic scene. If you haven't seen it, and she was it. fine while she was doing it. Get your shit, get your shit, and get out. Yes. And she was fine while she did it. She was beautiful. It, I think this film, I don't think, because the only thing I've really seen um, Angela in was t- was What's Love Got to Do With It. And I think this movie, I was like, nah, she's really, like the close-ups of her face, all of the women are beautiful in this film, but the close-ups of her face, I was like, that bitch is gorgeous. She's the reason why I love dark-skinned women to this day. Is that right? Outside of my family, I'm about to say, I'm saying outside of Callaway. I'm I'm just saying, like, that scene, obviously, that shit it on. I love Vanessa, but this scene is iconic. Like, this is black. This is not even just black. This is This is movie cinema. It is. Like, this is a movie that's like, if you don't know this movie, I can kind of question on how you not, you know what I'm saying? You can't say, yeah. You got, and you have to know this scene. You have to know this scene. The scene is Um, just beautiful. It's beautiful. It's iconic. I love the way she talks to the firefighter when he come back and been like, you burnt your daddy is trash. And he was like, luckily a neighbor had enough sense to say to call and say something. Yeah, I love I just love the way she handled herself in that scene. All right. Who else we working with? We got Robin. So Robin is the youngest of the group. She's, I think, like 24, 25. She works at an insurance firm. She's doing well for herself. Um, and she just can't pick a man to save her life. Like she thinks she a playgirl and she thinks she out here running niggas, but really these niggas is running her and she That's, just ain't quite smart enough to realize it. The one thing is we're expected to think that she's 24, 25. At this time, yeah. And I think it's, well, Whitney was 30, was supposed to be 33. All right. I believe that she, mm, I get this is the 90s, so I'm, yeah. I'm realizing the 90s, got you got to lay away with a lot of ages. Like, you playing a lot of different. That too. Because I could, too. in our, uh, our uh, 
well shit, it's a little spoiler. The biker boy review. I meant to say that some of them niggas, <laughs> that nigga ain't nineteen. This motherfucker ain't that Man, young. Man, yeah, he was supposed. Derek Luke was supposed to be eighteen. Look at how thirty three. Yeah, I don't, I don't know yeah, about that God. one. I don't know about that one. But um, yeah. So yeah, we were supposed to believe that Robin was twenty four, twenty five. Still fine as hell though. She is gorgeous. Um, and yeah, so she's got dating Leon. She's dating, uh, what's the name from The Wire? Big Boy from The Wire. She's dating Bubba from uh, Forrest Gump, who's a whole <laughs> crackhead. Um, yeah, she just has a string of ancient, like, she just has a horrible taste in men. And it's funny because we all know this bitch. We all know her. Like, it don't matter what you do. The nigga, it's something wrong with every nigga you pick. Bless her heart. Keep her lifted up in prayer. Mm. How many of them are, uh, like, friend-wise? What, what, what? Why? I'm just asking, how many? Is it a significant amount? Mm. Like, do, are you, like, because I, I would say, like, for my close friends. I got a couple. For my close friends, only, like, maybe a few have, like, really good, like, they pick really good relationships mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Even, but like, see, even, if, even my- if those relationships ended, like, it ended well. I'm, it's different because I'm married, so most a lot of my friends are married. I got a couple single girlfriends, and I I'm just talking about growing. I'm just talking about growing up. Oh, yeah. growing up, shit. Most of us. What are you talking about? Uh, we was all robbing at one point in time. <laughs> okay, that's, <laughs> so that's you, how you know. That's how you can call out. Hopefully, yeah. you grow out of it. But yeah, we was all robbing at one point in time. Yeah, oh, shit. bless. Her. I feel like at some point in time, I probably been just about every bitch in this movie. Even Whitney. I've never messed with married men. That's been one thing that I never, I've never done. So yeah, Savannah's situation is she also is looking for, I will say that tripped me out. The first time I watched this film, I was like, bitches really move the cities for niggas? I didn't know that, oh, yeah. but this is a real thing. Yeah. I never knew that. And I watched this movie and I always remember, that's just a, in the movies. No, bitches really be moving to the they city. Move. Because they, they like, it's, it's the ratio is fucked up. I gotta go somewhere where it's decent niggas. Oh, no, I didn't know that women did that. I thought you were just talking about women moving to cities for men. But, um, but yeah, you're talking about women moving for yes, men. Yes. I don't even know niggas doing that shit. Really? Like, like the, bitches in, the bitches in Denver? <laughs> oh, the no, fuck? no, the bitches ain't never. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> niggas ain't going to Denver. That's not, a, <laughs> that's not where we frolic at. It would be more like bitches in Miami, bitches in L.A., bitches in the... And you know, niggas, like, do people do that? Why do why you, you think most niggas live in major cities? You don't see niggas in Utah. You don't see niggas in Salt Lake. You might be missing you know a good caliber of bitch because you ain't moving to Salt Lake City. Ain't nobody going. We know bitches ain't there. <laughs> I got to go where the bitches at. Why you think, what's the first thing most niggas say when they walk in the room, eh? I mean, I get Where that. the hoes at? <laughs> I just didn't know that people actually moved, like relocated for dating prospects. I never Yeah, because that everybody want to be happy. I mean, and I want people to be happy, too. And if you got to move out of the city to do that, then so be it. I'm not saying I'm mad at it. I just didn't know people did that in real life until yeah, I got a little bit older. People be unhappy. They'll do a lot they of do. things. They'll do that. a lot of things to make themselves happy. I get that. More power to you. But, yeah, Savannah was you moving. You ain't never to, for nobody? Nah, I ain't moving for You shit. ain't move for Rod? I mean, oh, well, we already married, so we may relocate for whatever purpose. But if but I'm only single. Marriage. So only marriage. If I'm dating, if we're dating and I'm in a committed relationship, that's one thing. But as a single woman, I could never see myself moving just to be able to find another single man. I got you. I'll figure it I out. I agree. I agree. 
Oh, we gotta we gotta have. He said, "I'll figure it out." <laughs> yeah, you'll, you'll do like <laughs> you'll do like uh, Robin and, and build a nigga, build I'm the bear. I might. You have a nigga for dick, have a nigga for money, have a nigga for uh, I ain't mad at pleasantries. It. I mean, most a lot, most bitches you know do that already. Yes, shit, I know, <laughs> I know so. So yeah, so Savannah was moving to Savannah was moving to Phoenix in order <laughs> to um, to find some better dating prospects and for her job. Um, and she happens to be best friends with Bernadette, Bernie for short, and so she goes and sees her friend, and she's dating out here in these Phoenix streets. And she meets uh, niggas who sound like zoo animals. And then she ends up being back with her ex, who is a married man with children. That's an experience I've never had. Um, and that, every time I see him on an Allstate commercial, I think of this movie. He, and then he was, and this also doubled down for him too. Yeah. Because we've seen him in Love and Basketball. Yeah. And now this is who you are. That's who Outside he is. Of, and now, well, now, actually, now he rebranded himself as Allstate. Now I see him as an insurance man. Yeah. But bless. at the same time, I think the insurance man is a sleazeball too. And bless Savannah because her mama was all for her being a concubine. Her mama was like, that's a good man and he love you. You better treat him right. But he got a whole family. It's hard out here for love, Nay. That's why she. That's what her whole story was about. Yeah, I mean, yeah. She had to move, and she still couldn't find love. She, uh, she. They, you know what I usually say? Like, if you go looking for it, you'll find some. Mm, she ain't find nothing. She did, <laughs> but she said, "What she say? I'll be all right." What else you gonna say? <laughs> you gave me defeated, Nay. <laughs> she been waiting to exhale, Nay. <laughs> she exhaled, so she. That was one problem I had with the film because I never read the book. But I'm like, damn, the bitch is exhaling in the very first scene of the goddamn movie. Give yourself some time. What are you doing? And I think that's part of the problem. These women meeting these niggas, putting all these fantasies on these men, and you exhaling, bitch. You should have been holding your breath. Why do you say that about the women though? Because I feel like there was a romanticizing of what these relationships were, with the exception of Bernadine. But even with Bernadine, because Bernadine was under the impression that she had this picture-perfect marriage. Robin thought Leon was going to be the picture-perfect guy, and even though, even though he's married, all these bitches was messing with married men except for Gloria. Um, he's married, and you think that he's going to be able to give you the life you want. Um, Savannah's messing with this married man thinking it's all this lovey-dovey, and you've come back into my life. Like, you're rolling you're hyping up these horrible situations you don't need to be exhaling with these niggas these ain't the ones keep holding your breath bitch <laughs> that's that's, <laughs> that's the summary you got from this that's movie. the summary i get and then we got gloria we that's the sequel to this movie right so keep holding your breath, your breath bitch <laughs> <laughs> so we got gloria right so Gloria, I really liked, and this is the reason why we're reviewing this, because I think that Loretta Devine did an excellent job with this film. And it's one of the only like level-headed women to a certain extent, but even she's dealing with her self-esteem because she's a bigger woman and ain't been with a man. She was kind of doing the same thing because she's thinking, her baby daddy gonna come every year when he come. First of all, why is your baby daddy only coming to see this boy once a year? I get he's eighteen, <laughs> but what the fuck kind of daddy? Because he gay, Nay. He mean, got a lifestyle he's living. Just because you gay don't mean you can't be a daddy. If you gay, you you. First of all, he got a a woman pregnant with a kid. He probably didn't want to have that kid in the first you place. You probably, but he probably couldn't convince her. To get rid of it because mm -mm. she just wanted not only love from him but love from the child. Yeah, she just wanted unconditional so, love. If I don't really want to be there, I ain't gonna be there. Especially I mean, if I'm gay too. Ain't nothing here for me. Yo I can fuck son, you once. Nigga. He fuck her once a year. 
Man, she should have knew he was gay after year three. He, he, he <laughs> did, and it had the nerve to be like, "Well, I'm gonna be here till until noon. If he don't, if he wants to see me, he can come see me. Otherwise, I'm checking out." Man, bless her heart. Hey, yeah. hey, that's a man who's got moves to make. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey, man, he's a deadbeat nigga. But yeah, bless her heart. So yeah, she was thinking she was finna get broke off annually by her baby daddy who says he's been bisexual for years but now he's just flat out gay that's just what it is he he been gay he been trying to tell her that he was like look the first time we fucked that was my mistake all right yeah, I, i've been beating the bush i've been kicking the can i knew you was pregnant i couldn't tell you then either yeah but it's no. been 18 goddamn years the boy is 17 going on 18 so first she, of all did we are we supposed to believe uh, donald Faison is, that is 17 time, yes, years think old about it. He just came off a of clueless from this movie. Again, are we supposed to believe that? I, am I clueless when I'm asking? I think you are because I, when I watched Clueless, I believed he was a senior in high school. Oh my gosh, y'all let a lot of shit go in the 90s, boy. I didn't know no better. I wonder how old he actually is, though. He was about 36. He, <laughs> he might have been in his 20s. The actor might have been in his 20s at that point nah, in time. It was a young, it was a young Turk. But nah, he was uh, he was still old enough to be like, nah, nigga, you at least can rent a car without asking your mama. I can't with you. Yeah, so he was supposed to be 17. Um, and my, one of my favorite scenes is him getting caught with a little white girl in the pool house. It's always a white girl, ain't it? They made girl. everything you can hate about a nigga in this movie. They did. They, they, made, did. they put white women in it. They put a low-down, dirty nigga in it. Closet they put a cl- yeah, that's what I said. Low down. <laughs> <laughs> that's down low, nigga. Yeah, I that too. Um, married niggas cheating. Married niggas. All uh, the niggas. All outside the niggas. of beating. All I, I, the I'm surprised. Niggas. I was surprised no one got hit in this movie. I'm glad nobody got hit in this movie. But then you had Wesley Snipes, and his role in this movie was perfect. Why is that? It was just, I love the scene with them too. Like, yes, he's married. He says up front he's married. His wife is dying from cancer. They do absolutely nothing physical. Like, they meet each other. They're having good conversation. They spend the night. They sleep fully clothed. It was just so sweet. Let me tell you. Let me ask you this question. When he said his wife was dying from cancer, mm-hmm. what did you think? Especially after that. At this, point, thought, at this point in the movie when we, we know enough. And after the third, after the after watching it fully and going back to this, mm-hmm. your thoughts go, then leading up to be like, this nigga is lying his ass Yes, off. yes. Like being like being a grown woman now watching that scene at that bar, I'm gonna be like, nigga, you full of shit. But for the movie and for the moment and for the nostalgia, so that's three I was levels. Like, we, we we succumb to three levels. The movie, the, the moment, moment, and, and the, the nostalgia. nostalgia. <laughs> this was like, this is so beautiful. Let's make tonight beautiful. Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, that sounds like some sap shit. It's beautiful. I slept with a, in in the bed with a nigga with all my clothes on. It did not go pretty. It was it was just no. It didn't go like that. Yeah, because it's corny as fuck when you try to do it. It's, it's, it's corny shit. as hell, and I know you mad. Cause it's, you a, really... it's a nigga who really wants cheeks, but exactly. will settle for you being in the bed. At least I can go to my homeboys and we slept <laughs> together last night. <laughs> nah. like, we were waiting to exhale, mom, with me. Nah, it was yeah. it. He was, was, he was waiting beautiful. to bust him. <laughs> he he was waiting to exhale himself, boy. <laughs> Listen, all right. oh, sorry man, to you that shooting, man. You be shooting these movies <laughs> for bail, but I love it though. You defend them. Yes, this is. This I think is this. A- I think I love that Gloria is an upstanding uh, person in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, 
this movie also makes you think like, damn, Whitney Houston was a fucking national treasure. She was. Like she is fucking. She was gorgeous in this movie. She really was. She really was. And I feel like I watched something, and I don't know if it's because of the biopic that's about to come out about her. You but see I, it? I don't think I am. I don't think I'm interested. I, I watched to. that documentary. That was enough for me. Um, I think Forrest Whitaker said in that scene, like he wanted to just stay on her in the in the opening scene when she's getting dressed and just like really like show how beautiful she was. She and this is peak Whitney it, in it my really opinion. Is. Like after this is when you go yeah. downhill. When, yeah. Once you get to the 2000s, it's like uh, bless her heart. But, yeah, but um, 95 is. Yeah, she that's was what I'm saying. This prime. is peak Loretta, Whitney, a- Angela, Angela, and Robin. Rob, yeah, because um, I, I mean, or uh, Layla, what's her name? Layla, Layla Raccoon. Oh yeah. What you called her? <laughs> Raccoon. No, Layla Raccoon. <laughs> I think of Boca Raccoon. Um, this is peak all them. It is. It is. Um, that's why I think this is the. This has to be the greatest black woman. I, I don't. I'm a man saying that, so I might. It don't mean shit coming out of my mouth, but in my mind, this is like the greatest black woman film. I think that it's a very good contender. I can't think of what you ain't name me no other. You have never said to me there was another movie that made you want to like sit your daughter down like you got to go watch this. That's not true. What did I watch? I sat her down and watched something. It's gonna come to me and I'm gonna I'm gonna tweet about it or something. But I know I did. Um, But yeah, I almost made her sit down. But then I was sitting there thinking like when I was 15, I shouldn't have been watching this with my mama. So I'm not gonna do that with her. You gonna watch it when she's like 18? I don't know. I don't. I don't want to put her in a position to be watching sex scenes with me and be awkward. It's weird. I don't want to do it. I was thinking about if I had kids, what at what age where I'm like, okay, I can watch this movie with you. I know I can because she's watched way worse. But you know, I, you weren't in the room when she was watching. That. I wasn't in the room when she's watching it. Most of the time, she's watching at her dad's house. But like. Yeah, I know she's watched way worse. I just don't. Like, this is such a relationship, romantic, sexual movie. I don't want to do it. That's good. I mean, that's good. Good parenting, I guess. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, but I, I do need to have her watch it just so she can know what an ain't shit nigga look like. Don't do that. That's, that's why I, that's <laughs> what, that was the only reason why I was like, I thought you were going to say, like, oh, because I don't want her to see these kind of men as representatives of, like, of black men. But no, you actually do want her yeah, to see Yeah, these are red flags. Look at all these red flags. See this, this is more than red this? flags. This is a stay away. This is a flare in the air. SOS. Bless it. Um, the 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 one thing I the one black man that the best black man in this whole Come movie on, was uh, Babyface. Babyface. <laughs> Gregory Hines was a great stand-up dude. He came over and fixed her shit. Was painting shit. Was a daddy he did too to much. Tyreke. He didn't know. He he didn't realize he, he didn't have to do woman. that. He didn't realize he did not have to do that much to get some pussy. He <laughs> loved that woman. Beat. Don't do that. I'm just saying, like for what he wanted to do, we knew what he was doing. He was trying to tap dance in them drawers. <laughs> You know, as soon as you see that nigga, you're like, that's the first thing he gonna do. He did, but I mean, but he he enjoyed her company. He loved her. Like they seemed like they had a really endearing relationship. Yeah, because he was looking for peace too. Because he was divorced, wasn't he? He was widowed. Widow. His oh. wife died. I forgot. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I don't. I didn't get the impression that they were like physical during this time frame that they showed in the movie. Cause they had just had their first kiss when she came to apologize for snapping on him for telling her telling her, her son should go to the people. I feel like they clapped cheeks at least. They did not clap in cheeks. Between they that. did not. Either and after I'm that mad kiss, that you had me calling it clapping cheeks. They didn't do that. 
They didn't right. do that. All right. She's yeah, she's distinguishing this. But yeah, he she did is. he did way too much to get close to her. He didn't He ain't had to do that much. He, he was, was a good a gentleman. He was a good guy. Yeah. I'm not, I'm saying you don't have to do all that. Shit, Paint listen, shit. she ain't even know the nigga and she offering to fix him a whole plate of candy yams, damn turkey, a little bit of macaroni and cheese and all that shit. Like, she didn't even know that nigga. Like, she was a good woman as well. She was doing a lot as well. They were doing a lot for each other, Nicholas. All right. You, I mean, this uh, they, this is this is your pick. It is. Your this movie. is my I, pick. I, I want you to defend it like I, you And are. I'm going to. This is this is a classic movie and to the point where it's almost not even ratchet. It, it, it barely ain't. <laughs> barely hate, <laughs> but we got the nigga coming to uh Leela. What's her last name? Michael C. Williams, Bubba. Why Bubba? Why Bubba got? Hey, First of all, this is another stamp for him too. <laughs> he played nigga roles. That's all he know how to play nigga roles because he played another role too where he was some also fuck. Oh he yeah, ATL. Him. He was the ATL. He was he was the slow brother in Fences. Yes, <laughs> but I will say. <laughs> <laughs> this is this film i was like oh, because you don't see him as anything other than bubba because he played that role so well so it was like oh cool his lip really ain't like that he can't actually can't talk normal <laughs> but the nigga that was that a whole crackhead like yeah i was like well damn in that scene with them throwing oranges back and forth with each other that was hilarious to me he he played this role i believed he was a, a functioning uh crackhead Man, this man. Oh, this is a bad representation of dark skin man. The nigga she was fucking with. Yeah. It was a spectrum of them too, because they had a fat it boy was. in it too. It really Usually, it she, was she, a and she dated a nigga. She dated a nigga out of pity, so that was her, her. First of all, I will say though, I remember thinking in this movie, like, I thought damn, he, I thought he treated her better than this. Who the the big dude? Yeah. Oh, he just kind of well, yeah. It's like he showed her up at work. And then she broke up with him, and then he started dating somebody else. Cause she saw that he she could, so, he could pull her, huh? She probably saw that he could pull her, and she's like, okay, what's he work? What's he up to? Yeah, exactly. That's the way. It, that's the way it works. It do work. That, like that is the way it works. Yeah, when a bitch sees you with another cute bitch, it's like, oh, what she know that I don't? Let me go find out. I told you it ain't got nothing to do with looks, man. You just you keep describing you did just say that. women don't circle. look at looks like men do. Full circle, but um, shit, I lost my train of thought. Oh, you were talking about him. I was talking about oh, I didn't when I was watching this movie. I was like, why are all of these women dating these fucking married men? Like I didn't understand it, and now that I'm older, I realize a lot of bitches be fucking with married men. But what was the reason though? I don't. I think because your 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 pickings is slimmer. So like, there's not any. There's not a lot of single dude. Like when you get to a certain age, like all the niggas you meeting is married. So I I, I was surprised. That's, that's the best point that I've ever heard. That's I was surprised I was, that that yeah. was true to true to life. Because like you think about it, outside of like kindergarten, middle school, high school, college. Mm -hmm. You're not meeting that many new people mm -hmm. as you get older because you get in the corporate world and you start just right, being around circle, work people. Yeah. You work, your circle gets smaller That's why smaller. you're traveling for dick. That's why I still look at her groove back. She had to go to Jamaica to get dick. She had to go to Jamaica to get some dick. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, so, I mean, <laughs> this movie was... was um, oddly very uh true to life the older i got i realized that a lot of the things that i saw in this film at 15 
yeah, bitches really do this at 30-something, 40-something. Mm. Prayers to you, single women. Single men out there, too. All of y'all single streets, people. God the streets bless is tough. Streets is tough. God bless y'all. Yeah. But, yeah, all in all, I feel like this was a really good movie. It was a lot of ancient niggas. I don't feel like it's a very good representation for men, but it is a great representation Made a lot of money. for women. It did. Like, like, when I tell you women went to this in droves, like, this was a cultural thing. This was like, Black Panther. This was this was women's Black Panther, absolutely. Because like I said, Terry McMillan at the time was, was huge. huge. Yeah. So women were reading the books and drove. So yeah, like I said, we was there opening weekend. And then you throw Angela Bassett, Whitney Houston, uh, Loretta Devine, right? And, uh, yeah, star studded cast. Babyface do the soundtrack. Oh yeah, no, no, we didn't even talk about. That's why I was saying. That's why I said that's the best black he man. He is in the, the whole best thing. black man in this whole film because that soundtrack I still listen to that to this day. To this day. I listen to it on the way. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that nigga know how to make some tunes. He does. He does. Shout out to Tony yeah. Braxton. It was made for $16 million, box office 82. Wonderful. Hey, when black that's women support, black she, women support. That's why Terry McMillan got as popular as she did, too. She was, like I said, then she got Stella. It was it was a movement. Mm. I didn't mind the runtime. You know, 124 minutes. It, it, it's, I, it's I enjoy a, myself. It is a great watch. It is a great watch. It's entertaining and it is a it is a woman's movie. Love it. Yes. This um, is a I fuck yeah, I fucks with it. You fucks with I, I mean, fuck what's with not to fuck with? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I yeah. almost feel like you don't even need to be on on the classification because it's just it, it's not it's it's a classic. It's theater. It's theater. <laughs> 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 yes, that's our review of Waiting to Exhale, Loretta Divine Classic. Um, if you haven't listened to it already, go check out our conversation on Loretta Divine where we give her her roses for being a um, a black treasure in the acting world. Um, and thanks, guys, for listening. Please stay tuned for the next episode of Ratchet Watchables, a.k.a ratchet peace theater thanks guys bye